right, all right, Team Propel. How do you choose which soccer cleats to buy for your soccer player or for yourself? In this episode, I'm going to give you four different things that you should definitely be considering when you're buying your soccer cleats. And then I'm going to give you some bonus tips towards the end that you'll also find helpful. So let's get started. So the top two questions are these. How can I improve my soccer skills and fitness to dominate in the game? What should I do to help my soccer player reach their full potential? These are the questions and this podcast will give you the answers. Welcome to Propel Soccer Podcast. All right, all right, Coach Manny here with Propel Soccer Podcast. Welcome to another episode. For my returning listeners, thank you so much for the support. And for the new listeners, welcome to the podcast. So let's get started with this topic. And the question is, how do you choose the best soccer cleat to buy for your player or for you? And the two keywords are your or you. This is a personal decision because there are so many options out there and there's no one single soccer cleat that works best for everybody. And that is an important thing to consider. However, there are four different things that we need to consider when you're choosing the cleat. This is a standard thing that pretty much every soccer player needs to consider when they're determining which shoe to buy or if you're determining which shoe to buy for your soccer player. So let's list them out one to four. One, the surface that the soccer player is going to be playing on. Two, sizing the size of the soccer shoe. Three, this is a big one, price, how much it is. Four, comfort, and that is a humongous thing to consider. Now, let's break down these four different things that we just listed. Okay, so number one is the surface. This is such an important thing to consider. And probably your first question that you're asking yourself, which surface is my soccer player going to be playing or where am I going to be playing using these cleats that I'm about to buy? Why? Because different cleats are designed for different surfaces. So for example, your soccer player might be playing on turf, or they might be playing indoor, or they might be playing on natural grass. Different cleats are designed for different surfaces to help with performance and also to prevent injury for your soccer player. So super important that you ask yourself, where is my player going to be playing? Now, the bottom of the shoe is what's really the main factor to determining which surface they're going to be playing on. I've covered this topic extensively in episode number four. So check out that episode and you get to hear the details of the different types of surfaces that are there for a soccer player. This is that important. Number two is the sizing. How does the soccer cleat fit on your soccer player? Super important. It's important because number one, it's going to determine comfort, which is another consideration. 
but we're going to get into that in a little bit. And the sizing, we are considering not only the length, but what most people forget is also the width because some people have narrow foot and some people have a slightly wider foot. In particular, the toe box, closer towards the toes. So for me, I have a narrow foot. Therefore, I gravitate towards cleats that are a little bit more narrow fitting. You need to measure your length of how long your foot is, but also how wide your foot is. This is super important. Now, here is where it gets tricky. Different brands fit slightly differently. So for example, I wear a lot of Nike cleats. If I go wear an Adidas cleat, even though I wear a size 9, a size 9 in Adidas might be too big for me in some particular types of Adidas cleats. So what I've had to do with Adidas cleats is get a size or half a size smaller than my usual number 9 so that it fits well. Now I'm not saying for every Adidas cleats you need to go ahead and get a half size smaller than your usual size. I'm just saying this is what I have found over trial and error. Okay, so another important thing to consider is the differences in size within the brand lines. This is what I mean. For example, in Nike, these different lines of shoes. Uh, one example is the Nike Vapor lines or the Nike Tiempo lines. And we have different lines even in the Predators or Mizuno. So using the example of the Nike Vapors and Nike Tiempos, what I have found is that the Nike Vapor tends to run more of a narrow style type of foot, at least on my foot. And the Nike Tiempo seems to be a little bit wider in style. And maybe because the Nike Tiempo partly is made out of leather, so it tends to expand over time. And then the Nike Vapors are usually made by synthetic material. As you can see, there might be differences not only in the length, but in the width of the shoe. That's why it's important to consider not only the length, but also the width of the shoe that you're selecting. All right, so let's move on to number three. Number three is price. So let's call it what it is. Soccer cleats can be expensive. They can be up to $300. And that might be challenging in some cases. So if you don't have the budget to spend that much money, then there's several things that you can consider. Going back to the example of the Nike Vapor line, there's usually three different levels. And some cleats have four different levels. So this is what I mean. In the Nike Vapor line, there's the Nike Vapor Elite. That's the most expensive. And then there's the Nike Vapor Pro. And then the Nike Vapor Academy, which is the least expensive. So when you're determining which cleats to buy for yourself or for your soccer player, you might consider buying maybe a Pro, an Academy, if maybe the budget is limited. Now, different cleats have different levels. Some of them have three levels, some of them have four levels. So you just have to shop around to determine in that particular line how many different levels they are. Now, one thing to understand is that in some cases, the higher level cleat 
is sometimes made by better materials, so sometimes might be a little bit more durable. So you might consider buying for quality and spending a little bit more, basically investing a little bit more. And in some cases, you might be able to have that cleat for a longer period of time. But that's not necessarily always the case. What I'm saying is that the more expensive cleat does not mean it's the most durable. And I'm going to give you some examples of other cleats that are not the most expensive, but over time have been proven to be more durable. So I'm going to talk about that towards the end. In some cases, you're paying for just newer technology for the more elite or high expensive cleats, and that's what you're paying for. So just be mindful of that. Now, another thing that you might need to consider when you're buying soccer cleats for your player is how often do they use it? Are you buying for your soccer player who is needing new soccer cleats every two months because they're growing? So you might want to consider maybe possibly buying a pro or an academy in this example because in about two months they might need or different cleats because of size. So another thing to consider. Now let's go to number four. Number four is comfort. Comfort is a big one for me here. Why? Because how you feel whenever you're playing really matters, right? If you're uncomfortable, it's going to affect your performance. It's going to affect your player's performance. So if they're running with the ball and they're feeling pressure on their toes or the bottom of their foot, it's going to affect their performance because that's all they're going to be thinking about. This is one of those situations where definitely comfort over price. What do I mean by that? The most expensive cleat does not mean it's the most comfortable. Trust me, I've made the mistake of buying the most expensive cleat thinking is going to be the best, the most comfortable, I'm going to be able to perform better, and wrong. That is not the case. Real quick story. Whenever I was a teenager, I remember very clearly the Adidas Mania Luna came out. You can Google that if you want to. But these cleats were just amazing. They had this lip that used to come out with an elastic where you would take the elastic and put it underneath the shoe. And it just looked really, really cool. So what did I do? I really found a way to convince my mom to buy me these cleats. They were so expensive, almost $230. That was way expensive for that time. And guess what? As soon as I put them on and I was playing, they didn't feel right. They felt too big. There was so much space inside the actual cleat and I was just uncomfortable and miserable. And that's one of the times I started realizing Nike fits better for me because I have a narrower foot. So again, parents, I just want to let you know, sometimes our players can get attracted to the newest and the latest soccer cleat. Maybe because they see their favorite player playing with them. Which brings me to the other main thing. Just because your favorite soccer player is wearing a particular brand, it does not mean it's going to be the most comfortable and it does not mean that you're going to be able to play like them. So the cleat does not make the soccer player. The shoe does not give you a better touch or a better shot or better passing. It's really your performance, your abilities is going to determine how well you play in the shoe. Now, here's a caveat. If you feel comfortable in the shoe, 
It's comfortable. You're not thinking. There's no pressure. You're not thinking about, oh my gosh, this shoe is hurting me right here. You are going to play better, right? If you like lighter shoe, then maybe you should go for a lighter shoe. That's where the comfort comes into play and might help with how you play. But not because the shoe made you a better soccer player. Is really how you feel inside the shoe. All right, there you go. So those are the four main things. Let me list them out again. Number one is when you're determining how to choose a soccer cleat for your player or for yourself, you've got to consider the surface that you are playing on. Number two is sizing. Did you get the right size? And that's not just length, but also the width of the shoe. Number three is price. Buy the cleat based on your budget and your needs. And number four is comfort. How do you feel inside the shoe? How does your player feel inside your shoe? It might give you a mental edge because you are feeling good inside the shoe. Okay, so here are the bonus tips that I promised. I'm going to run through them really fast. Number one, you might consider buying two pair of cleats or two pair of indoor shoes whichever surface that you play in why because if you have two of them and your foot is not changing in size you're not gonna wear it out really fast number two try to try out your cleats as much as possible before you buy them one of the ways that you can do this is if you have a teammate or a friend who wears the same size try to try them out and even play with them it'll give you a better idea of how it feels before you purchase that same type of shoe number three is buy your cleats on sale and one of the ways you can do this right after the latest model comes out buy the older model because that one is already on sale unfortunately sometimes if you have a size that's very popular you might not be able to find that particular size i run into that problem all the time if budget is an issue, consider buying the lower level type of cleats such as the Academy that I mentioned in the Nike Vapors. Now lastly, if your cleats don't hold up well and it's within the 30 days, most of these brands have even a 30 to even a 90 day money back guarantee. So if they mess up, please just don't throw them away. You might be able to get the money back guarantee if you send them back to Nike. I believe Nike has a 90 day and Adidas has something similar to that as well. Okay, I'm gonna mention just a few cleats that are classics that are really durable, meaning they have gone through the test of time in soccer. One of the cleats that you might consider is the Adidas Copa Mundial. Those cleats have been in the market for at least 30 years plus, but they're really, really durable and you won't see them really on sale because they really don't have a problem selling. They're usually about 120 to maybe $130, but they are very durable. They're made out of leather. I would say that every soccer player needs to at least try them once. If you want a soft ground cleat that is also durable, the Adidas Wild Cup SG cleats are also very similar to the Adidas Copa Mundial are very good as well. The other ones are 
the Mizuno cleats. Mizuno cleats, not a very popular brand, but they tend to be very durable. A little bit more expensive, but they're durable. They're actually handmade. And then for indoor, you might want to consider the Adidas Samba leather soccer shoes. Those ones are also very good. They have gone through the test of time and they almost never mess up. All right, so check those out. Hope you found those to be helpful. Again, you need to consider those things first before you can just buy the cleat that you want. All right, I want to thank you again for tuning in. If you found this content to be valuable, please consider sharing it with a friend and leaving a positive review for me. And if you have any questions, reach out to me at info at Propel Soccer Academy with any questions or any topics that you want me to cover. Until then, remember, practice makes progress and your time to shine is always right now. See you soon. Thank you for tuning in to this episode and sharing this episode on your social media platforms. I welcome you to subscribe and leave a positive review. That would really mean the world to me. Remember, practice makes progress and your time to shine is right now.